Hey guys, welcome to Seller to Strategist with me, Callie Olin. This podcast will help teach you how to move from super social seller to strategic thinking leader so you can work smarter, not harder, and build the dream business you knew you were always capable of. Let's get started. All right, let's dive into today's topic, which is the three reasons why most social sellers fail. So it's sad but true in this industry, there are a lot of people that don't stick it out to fruition. And it is sad, but you know what? It's also human nature. Think of all the gyms and businesses out there that, you know, people have all these hopes and dreams enrolling into, and then they are not willing to show up and do the work in order to achieve their dreams. They're not willing to come consistently. They're not willing to put in the effort and the time and the sacrifice to make things happen. And this industry is no different. However, I still absolutely love this industry and feel there is just an unlimited amount of opportunity on the table for anyone who chooses to take advantage of it. But I'm going to break down for you the three main reasons why people do fail and, um, you know, maybe some things that we can do about it together. So first and foremost, they don't have skin in the game. All right. We grow up and we work so hard to apply to colleges and spend lots and lots of money on tuition to get this career or this, this, this degree to get this starting job that barely pays back our investment on our tuition, right? And that's something that we've literally worked years for. I mean, a dozen plus another four. I mean, sometimes people spend 16 plus years or more going to school to get that entry-level job. And that is a lot of skin that they have in the game. They feel like, oh my gosh, I I just invested all this time, all this money for this education. And they have a lot of skin in the game when they go into that job that they want to make it work. They need to find a way, make a way to make that job be successful at that job because they have a lot of skin in the game. Now with this business, it's very, very different. (laughs) You know, a lot of times you can start for free. You can start for a $50 enrollment kit. You can start for a couple hundred bucks. It's very different than investing in a brick and mortar business where maybe you have to, you know, go into debt, take off, take on a loan or um, borrow money from a friend or literally dip into your life savings. And you have so much on the line. You have to make work. But with this business, again, it's very different. It's a very low investment. And that levels the playing field so that it's an equal opportunity for all. You don't have to be, you know, it's not like something just for the wealthy or just for the privileged to be that could have this education or the school or anything like that. And it's like the great equalizer career. And that's what I, one of the things that I love about social selling is it really is a level playing field for all. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter how much money you've made or how much money you have available to invest. Everyone has the opportunity to get in and to give it a fair shot and to try, but human nature tells us that because we didn't invest a lot or sacrifice a lot in order to make the choice or the decision in order to to start, it's very easy for you to not prioritize it, for you to put it on the back burner. For when other things in life pop up, it's very easy because you don't have boss to 
just put it on the lower priority list or to push it off. And then what happens? I mean, we want flexibility. We get flexibility and then we're not actually accountable to doing the work. And so when that happens, obviously you can't expect to have major gains in your business. Your business doesn't thrive. It doesn't grow. And then eventually you say, yeah, you know, you're on to the next thing. Um, and that's unfortunately just the way humans function. Um, but because they don't have that skin in the game, um, it's very easy to walk away. It's very easy to quit because they're not losing much by quitting. Um, or I should say they don't realize how much opportunity they are losing by quitting um, because they never had to invest that much on upfront. Now, investment comes in two forms. It comes in the investment of money, of course, which is the obvious one. Um, but there's also this investment of, of in learning the skills and the time that goes into it. <clears throat> And what I found in social selling is when people join, they're excited and they need to have that carrot to go ahead and make that investment in learning the skills in order to be successful. You know, anyone can come in just off of pure excitement right out of the gate, have super great energy and sell a bunch of stuff and actually make like some, some good fast cash. And that's exactly what people need. They need that assurance like, okay, that was fun. I can do this. Now I'm willing to invest the time to learn the skills that are is what is going to make me long-term more sustainable and long-term build my business. And that's what our job is as um, as mentors or sponsors in this business is to harness people's excitement, get them into activity and energy fast, get them that quick win, and then kind of dovetail them nicely into making their next investment or their next deposit into the business in time. Because in time, that will give them, the, the they'll learn the skills and the strategies that they need in order to build a long-term successful business. But what happens if they come in and, and they're excited, but you aren't able to put them on the path of least resistance to get them that fast cash, to get them that quick win, then they're going to fizzle. And unfortunately, a lot of times, People don't have the same level of support that they would wish that they had or that you wish that you could have been able to give. And so it's really important that you have a rock solid onboarding process that leverages their emotions and is aware and you're aware of what the emotional cycles are so that you can be prepared um, to tap in into touch point at, at the more strategic points so that you are moving them forward and that they're getting their results and that their expectations are met and that they want to continue to make time deposits into their business and so that they are not flight risks. risks. <clears throat> and so um, that is the first one. It's too easy to quit because they haven't invested much money or much time, but the longer somebody is around they do think longer before mentally checking on or mentally quitting, or if they have their first team member, they're going to think a lot harder about that decision because they feel more responsible. So what we can do as leaders is, again, help them have that fast win, help them want to make the investment in time to learn the skills that will help them to be successful. And I would say thirdly, help them get their first team member because that is going to definitely solidify their position more so within the company and their responsibility level um, versus if they're just an independent contributor, just a rep without a team, um, it'll be a lot easier for them to give up on themselves when things do inevitably get hard. All right, so number two is people leave this business or fail at this business because they 
they don't have any background in business. <clears throat> and we say this, we say, okay, you don't need any background to be successful in this business. And that is absolutely true. But you do need to learn business at some point in your career or you will become capped out. So we have people from all different backgrounds, all different walks of life, um, you know, hairstylists, teachers, nurses that can come in and be wildly successful again off the bat because they have this attractional energy, this natural energy and enthusiasm and excitement about the product line. And they might even attract some initial team members to their team. But unless they're able to start looking at their business like a business, eventually that attractional energy will run out. And so it is important that if you are coming into this business without a business background, that you do learn business skills in marketing and selling and closing the sale in um, strategy for leadership development, which is like human resources. And thankfully, you're going to learn a lot of that on this podcast. So you are absolutely in the right place. All right. So the third thing that causes social sellers to fail is that they are constantly focused on tactics and not on the overarching strategy for why they are implementing the tactics. So there are so many exciting new techniques and selling tactics out there. Think about Instagram reels and Instagram parties and TikTok and all Facebook and Canva on demand. I mean, there's so many different sales tactics out there. And a lot of times people dive head into these tactics, not realizing where they actually fall within the overarching strategy for their business. So as leaders, it's really important that we focus on what is, first of all, the strategies that are within our business that we are teaching. For example, what is our customer acquisition strategy? What is our customer retention strategy? And then when we do teach these new tactics that we have this infrastructure in place so that people know the reason we are using this tactic is to plug people into our customer acquisition. Or the reason we are applying this tactic is that we are applying this to our customer retention strategy so that not only you understand why am I going off and learning this new skill and learning this new tactic, but that people can organize in their brain the purpose behind it so that they're not just doing something to do something because it's shiny and new and somebody else is out there doing it and it looks fun and it looks to be successful, but who knows how really sex successful it truly is but that you have an overarching infrastructure in place to understand and to teach why we do the things that we do and that each tactic has a unique purpose and it flows into the next strategy. Because if you're just doing Instagram reels and you're getting lots of people liking your posts and everything like that, but you don't have a way to bring them into your ecosystem and into your influence and to actually introduce the product to them, to solve the problem for them, to close the sale, then they're going to be doing Instagram reels for no purpose at all. And they're going to find themselves busy doing a lot of non-income producing work. They're going to say, I'm spending all my time on my business. Why am I not having the success? And say, I don't have time for this, so I'm out. 
So be really mindful as a leader what tactics you do teach your, to your team. Make sure that they're tried and true, that you have tested them yourself before having them chase this next you know, shiny new object that's out there, and that it does fit in your overarching strategy for how you are growing your business. That's it for today, guys. Hope you found this helpful. See you next time. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope that you found the content helpful and learned something that you can put into action right away. There's lots more where that came from, so make sure you subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at seller to strategist You can also check out my website, seller to strategistcom with lots more information to come. Talk to you soon. Bye.